This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share his love. In this seventh episode of Radiant Reflections, Pastor Ryan Bibb and Pastor Josh Harama unpack a bit more of Pastor Ryan's message. It's the first part of the Into the Unknown series. They cover a lot of ground today, but the important takeaway will be having faith over fear and pressing on in the midst of storms. Now, here's Pastor Ryan and Josh with more. Well, hey, welcome to episode seven of the Radiant Reflections podcast. My name is Josh Harama. One of our hosts here, uh, one of the pastors at Radiant Life Church. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, you know, we say this every episode, but we love it. You know, if your platform allows, if you want to review, rate, subscribe. Uh, you know, if you if you like the content that we're cranking out and you give us a, a, a good review, that actually increases the findability that we have so more people can kind of get, uh, become aware of this information. Uh, and if you have comments, go ahead and throw those, throw those in there as well. We would love to have some of your feedback. So, uh, but I'm here today again with Pastor Ryan Bibb, lead pastor here at Radiant Life Church. How you doing, Ryan? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Do you, do you feel like a sportscaster this morning? With these, I do. With these the microphones? microphones are back close yeah. to our face. So this is like a dream come true. This is like a mini studio of ESPN right here. Which, for those of you, like, right before the shoot, we were talking about some, I'm not a super huge sports guy, but Ryan was talking about some Michael Jordan documentary, and now we have sportscaster mics. Yeah, uh, the last dance. (laughs) It's been awesome. And then, you know, they just wrapped it up last night on ESPN, and then we come into here, like, I'm ready to talk Michael Jordan. Okay. Well, maybe we'll do a podcast about (laughs) Michael Jordan uh, one of these days. But uh, not today. Not today. Uh, So, really, uh, yesterday... Today's Monday. Yeah, yesterday, we launched a new series here at Radio Live called Into the Unknown. But really, going into May, this series wasn't what we were planning to do. Uh, what inspired the shift and the idea behind this series? Yeah, it was totally not anything that we had planned. We had planned a big celebration that was actually going to happen this past Sunday that we were going to do. Um and then the next following two Sundays, we're going to kind of be standalone messages. But then all of a sudden, this ugly thing called uh, COVID-19 reared its ugly head. And so we all of a sudden hit the brakes and looked at some of our teaching uh, series that we already had scheduled out. And we're like, hey, we need to stop this. And let, let's think about what, what do people may need right now? Um, you know, now that we're several weeks into this thing, what do people need? And uh, we just felt like, hey, this is a series. This is a great spot for a little three-week series to land called Into the Unknown. Knowing None of us know what, what it looks like on the other side, right? Um, you have something called social distancing, which I have a feeling into the new normal or into the unknown. We're going to have that for a while. That's going to feel normal, <laughs> even though right now it's super weird. In the back of the beginning of March, we never heard this word called social distancing. And so we just felt like, hey, there's turbulence right now. There's a storm that's hitting us. It's called COVID-19. And what does it look like to just give people a reminder that, hey, Jesus is still in control. Jesus is still on his throne. He's still king. Um, even though we're all going th- and crashing into the waves of COVID-19. 
Yeah, which for those of you that maybe you stumble upon this episode of the podcast 10 years from now and it's the year 2030 and you're like, what are they talking about? Well, hey, right, we're in Michigan. So right now, because of the COVID-19 virus, like our state is still under this stay home order. I mean, so there's just a lot of stuff still going on really and around the globe. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're really in the middle of this right now. So Especially here in Michigan, we're one of the worst states as far as like cases and stuff and um yeah, we're one of the states that continue to get the extended stay-home order, which is, it's fun to navigate those waters, uh, whether you fun. think yeah. it's, you know, you're against it or for it or whatever. It's just, hey, we're all in this together, right? Whether we like it or not, we're, we're in it together and uh, navigating those waters and into the unknown. So, so maybe this, this is a dangerous question. I don't know, maybe we're going we're gonna to tick people off. I don't know. But in a previous episode, you talked about how you were a, you're a history buff. Yep. Right. If you look back over the last, I don't know, 100 years or so, go back to the early 1900s. If you, you know, and, and there have been several seasons of unknown, you know, World War One, the Great Depression, World War Two, you know, Vietnam, Korea, you know, all these different things that have happened where, you know, there's probably some sense of unknown. If you look back over history, how do you think that we here in 2020 are handling this season of unknown compared to how previous generations have handled uh, these seasons of unknown, if that, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. It, it's it's going to be difficult to answer, but I think I can answer it a little bit. Is You know, you go back 100 years, go back to the Great Depression, go back to World War One when we entered, you really saw a rally cry happen. There was a, a huge unity amongst the people in the nation. Um now, fast forward to where we are in 2020 with COVID-19. We are completely divided. Mm. It's very divisive. It is, there are people, you know, hey, this is a podcast. We're pastors, you know, we're, we're believers. Even within followers of Jesus, we are completely divided on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you saw 100 years ago, when a crisis would hit, hit the people, when a crisis would hit the nation, they more rallied together. I mean, there was honestly, you, you, you look back, don't get me wrong, there were groups of people that were probably angst against it or whatever, but the, but the overall morale of the people was, let's come together. And here you have an extremely divisive thing where, um, you know, the pendulum has swung both ends, that this is the stupidest thing ever that this is made up. Uh, we're letting the government dictate everything to the complete and to the other spectrum, which is, hey, um, this is a serious thing. We, let's, let's flatten the curve. Let's do it right. Uh, the government's not dictating it. We're trying to love our community during all this time. And so it's very, I've, <laughs> um, I've never seen something so far within, I'm going to talk church world, that has been ex- the extremes of people on where they land and, and I'm okay where people land. It's just, I, I, it's how you react in your landing. Like if you land on, if you land on the extreme side of this is, this is a joke, the government's a joke. How do you react with that attitude? Go to social media. So everything we post, we're going to bash the government. We're going to bash. We're only going to play, the pandemic video or whatever, it's very one-sided. Um, and we, the, the hard thing is we believe that's absolute doctrine and it's like we plant our flag there and that's absolute <laughs> truth. Um, 
to the other side that this is serious and then we're going to bash people who are trying to go back to gatherings and um, they are those people are going to play videos that contradict the video pandemic they're going to plant their flag there and so it's at my 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 advice in the middle of this is just it's okay to have those opinions and feelings we're never going to dictate that but it's how you react based upon your feelings and your beliefs during this pandemic. And my caution to the wind would just be, please represent Jesus well. Right. Whether, whether you're on the side of, hey, this is very serious, like we need to do everything we can to stop the spread of this virus, right. or you're on the side of this is probably some sort of crazy government conspiracy and... right. You know, <laughs> and again, it's both of those. Both of those <laughs> belief systems are found within the church, within followers of Jesus, and they're found with outside the walls of the church as well. And so, um, yeah, my heart during this time is just, I, I, I grieve when I see followers of Jesus bashing, because that is not the heart of Jesus. No, it never is. Compassion is the heart of Jesus. And I love looking at the time of Jesus. Let's go back to history. History, go back 2,000 years ago. We have to remember Jesus lived under one of the most oppressive governments that we've ever seen. The Roman government was oppressing the Israelites and, and their entire empire was oppressing people. Yet we have nowhere where Jesus wanted to st- stood up and rebel against them. No, I mean, which, I mean, he, he disappointed a lot of people because they expected that's what the Messiah was going to show up Absolutely. to do. Hey, he's going to show up. He's going to kick the crap out of the Romans, and and we're going to have political freedom. Yeah, and that is not at all. He what said, he said, "I didn't come. I didn't come to usher that kind of kingdom. I came in to usher another one." And he says, "Hey, give to Caesar's what's Caesar's, right? And give to God what's God's." But you never once saw Jesus try to rally up and. And I don't think if Jesus even had social media 2,000 years ago, I don't think he's also sitting there bashing Caesar (laughs) or the emperor. But I I do think the heart behind it, and again, I'm okay what side you, I've realized after I don't know how many weeks we're into this pandemic, I'm okay what side you land land on. It's just the reaction. What, What are you spewing out? That's my heart and my concern. And going back to the question, 100 years ago, there's more of a rally. Let's do this together. I feel like 100 years now where we're at, when we face a crisis, it's very divisive and we're divided. Well, I mean, and, and quite literally, you know, with social distancing, we, we can't come together. Right. And so so there, that is one, one piece of the that puzzle. That is a great, no, you, you yeah. nailed it. It is hard to rally together when we can't come together. We can't. But here, here at Radiant Life, our church, we have the saying, the first saying, live like Jesus. Live like Jesus. And we have to have that lens on every single day, every interaction, every tweet, every Facebook post, every Instagram post. We have to have those lenses. Am I representing Jesus well right now? And again, we have the right to be upset. I, please to hear my heart. You can be upset with our governor. I have no problem with that. You can be upset with our president. I don't have a problem. It's how we react to it is that's where we really have to let Holy Spirit convict us and says, I'm not representing Jesus well right now, or I am representing Jesus well right now. And again, the faith community, it's divided. Yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunate because we're reflecting a little bit more. You know, you see this in our political system. Like it seems like, maybe it's always been like this. Maybe I'm I'm just more aware now. 
But it seems like our, our political system becomes more and more and more polarized. I mean, there's there's no middle ground, and yeah, and you've <laughs> seen that you've seen that play out a little bit now within the faith community. And that's so. a that's a whole other podcast about our <laughs> politics, right? <laughs> Um, yes, we are very polarized when it comes to politics, very much so in America. Um, but I loved what Pastor Mark Sayers, I heard a podcast, and he's a pastor in Australia, and he says what he saw in America is that he believes that our, our freedom of right, just our freedom, has actually almost in a sense has hurt us being so divisive because we feel like our rights and our freedom have been completely stripped away and we want to fight against that. And he, coming from Australia, sitting there going, man, I wonder if that that whole individuality freedom that you guys have in America has actually caused more of this disunity and divisiveness even within the church where in other countries they don't have it and they're able to... <laughs> Yeah, that could be a whole. Well, other no, podcast that's just, so now well. you you got going down that rabbit trail. So I'm I'm currently reading a book. I'm I've I've not finished the book, so I'm I'm probably not qualified to to bring it to the table. However, it's a book by Mark Sayers called The Disappearing Church. Yeah, and he talks about kind of this this uh, Western culture, individualism, and how there's a, there's actually a lot of ties with the way we approach things to Gnosticism, which was a, a you know in a, a really really uh invasive heresy within the early church you know you see some of the some new testament writers they're trying to deal with this idea of gnosticism and how basically the way we uh go about our our lives today a lot of that is is a, a new version of gnosticism so yeah this whole idea of, of individual rights and you know, it's all about me and yeah, yeah. That'll, we'll, have to, we'll, we'll have to do, do another, another podcast. <laughs> Mark Sayers, one of the book that you're mentioning, the disappearing church, and then he wrote another book, the reappearing church. That's that's next on my list. And, and the whole th- idea of Mark Sayers is again, he's he's a pastor in Australia, but he's looking at the Western world in America and sitting there going, "Hey, man, you guys are leading into you guys are beyond a post Christian culture. You're in secularism now." And so he's kind of like almost, if, if you will, almost like a, a prophet of our time to like speak into the American church to say, hey, you may have to wake up. What we're seeing where I'm at in Australia, I've got fresh eyes looking into the American church and what's happening there. You may have to wake up because yeah, it, what's, the, what's the saying with the frog and the kettle? Right, it oh, doesn't like realize the, it's the, getting the fable. Right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't slowly, realize it's getting slowly, boiled yeah. slowly and slowly. It's dying. We get so inundated, and we're into what we constantly doing. We don't realize what we've let in. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be another podcast because okay. that's going to be fun. <laughs> I'll have to make notes of that one. We're we're hoping in the future here to to crank out maybe a couple episodes a week. Just we have so many we have so many things that we want to uh, do a deeper dive into and uh, and bring to you guys. But uh, so. <laughs> In general, or I guess, I mean, if you want to be specific to, to the whole COVID crisis, but in general, why do you think that the unknown is something that elicits such strong and varied emotional reactions, right? I mean, some yeah. people like, you know, when, when they go to the unknown, there's, there's almost an excitement, but then you have people that when they're facing the unknown, like they're, they're paralyzed with, with fear or anxiety. Why, why is the unknown, again, kind of a ambiguous term there but why is that something that can elicit such strong reactions it's scary you don't know what it is and we get so caught up in in what we know and in the now 
and familiarity that we get so comfortable with that. And don't mess with my routine. I, I, know, I know what to expect every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I know what I do on Sunday. I always come to church in the morning. There, there's a routine. There's familiarity. I like that. There, familiarity brings comfort. Creatures of habit. Kind of yes. Thing, yeah. And all of a sudden, er, pandemic, there's going to be a new normal. There's going to be going into an unknown. We don't know what it looks like on the other side. That can be very scary because what we once knew is blown up and we got so familiar and comfortable in what we once knew and that is gone now. And but now the, I'm stepping into something that could be scary. So then why do you think though that some people uh, have a very different reaction? You know, uh, you, uh, myself and, and Pastor Brandon, you know, we... We went through some material from Kerry Newhoff, you know, and kind of one of his big pushes with this crisis is, hey, like take advantage in a sense, take advantage of this. This is a great time to to innovate and be creative, and and in a sense, he looks at this period of unknown, and it's a a good thing. It's a it's a launch pad into new and different ways to do ministry. Why is it that some people take that stance versus you know like holy crap, you know, what am I going to do? And they're like, oh, oh sweet. <laughs> we can figure out something new here, you know. Well, I'll be honest. It, it just for me personally, it's been a little hard to understand that because I get excited going into the unknown. I get so excited because I think there's new ways to do church. I think there's not necessarily new ways, but maybe just different ways we've never thought of. I think it's... Um, there's, like you said, there's a time of innovation and I like that. I like, I use the word, I know not everyone likes this, but I think I like thinking outside the box, right? We got so programmatic, especially in church world. We got so good at doing the Sunday morning thing. Um, but again, I think people may react the opposite of the way I reacted is because perhaps fear comes in. I think fear has a big big uh, way of coming in and disrupting us. And we've had on this podcast, man, there's an enemy of your soul that wants to distract you and put fear into your life. What a great time when, when you feel like all hell has broken loose on earth right now with this pandemic. What a great time to let the devil come in and just try to disrupt some things. And so maybe perhaps that is. And again, I do think that we got so comfortable what we knew. And when that gets blown up, we, we react one or two ways. You can act fearful and worry and anxiety and all that, which is, that's your reaction, which is fine. Or you can react it and try to put on a different lens and just say, hey, okay, what does God have in store? What is on the other side of this thing? And I, I am, yeah, I got more super, at first when this hit, I didn't know what to do at first, right? You're like, never had a pandemic, never had a stay home <laughs> order. Uh, what are we doing? Never had to move all of our services online where there's no services happening within our building. We had to do that. So now it's just like, yeah, I'm excited what God's going to do in through all of this. And it's been, and I've talked to you before about this. It's been a time of great personal renewal for me. And maybe that's also why I have a different lens on during this time is I've had awesome, awesome times with God. And it's almost like I don't, I told you this, I almost like I don't want it to stop because it's been so enriching to me. But I know that's not for, not everyone's having those enriching right. moments. There are some people out there saying, please, please stop tomorrow. <laughs> like I need this. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think for me, I'm such, I, 
you know, on the Enneagram, I'm a three, which is an achiever. So there's always a mountain to climb and this is a mountain to climb and I want to climb it and let's, let's do it. Let's conquer this thing. Um, but at the same time, I have that mindset. I need, I need to slow down at times. I know I do. I just have a hard time slowing down. This has forced me to slow down. And I think God's meeting me in the slowing down, but I've had to slow down enough and have an open heart to say, okay, God, what are you going to do now in the midst of this? Now I'm here longer in my chair, um, in my quiet time with you, God, reading your word and in prayer and worship music all at the same time. Like, And God's just really met me. So it has forced me to slow down. And that's why I'm enjoying <laughs> in, in a weird way, I'm enjoying it. Mm. I, don't get me wrong. I'm excited to be back and have people within oh, yeah. the building. Yeah, I am. I'm excited for Sundays. I think Sundays may look a little different moving forward, but I think, but man, I, I just have enjoyed the personal renewal that I'm experiencing. No, that's good. Cause so, I need to breathe. So let's get really practical here. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know, that's not a practical sound. That's like a oh. shark is going to bite your face off sound. Oh. <laughs> we should have like a happy sound effect when we're going to get really practical. Let's, let's say we, whoever, <laughs> is there a way we can add in a sound effect? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what a happy sound effect is. <laughs> so let's say we've got a, a married couple or just a, a couple of good friends. And, and they have, you know, we talked about just kind of these polarized opinions on things. Let's say you've got a married couple and one of them is, is looking at this season of unknown and they're, they're either neutral, just kind of, hey, we'll see what happens, or they're excited. You know, they're like you. They're like, oh, this is great. Like, we're going to be able to do all kinds of new things. But their spouse is, like, paralyzed with fear. How do you, how do you, how do you navigate that? Like, what, what advice would you give that oh, couple? Boy. Or, again, or, or even if they're just a couple of good friends, do you have any tips for them on how you kind of walk through that together? You, arm wrestle. Arm wrestle. Whoever wins, that's the spirit and attitude of your home. Okay. There you go. No. You heard it here, folks. Arm wrestle no. uh, to save the day. No, here's, here's a very, uh, it, it's going to sound so like your Sunday school answer, if you will. You got to be in prayer together. I say together. I really feel like you have to be in your own prayer closet, as we say, like be on your knees in prayer. But if you, as a married couple or in any relationship, if you're dating or whatever and you feel like you guys are so opposite, come together and pray together. You know, the statistics is out there saying that married Christian couples don't pray together. Majority, overwhelming, never pray together. And that is, it, that dumbfounds me. Now, and I'm not saying, and I don't know how often you and your spouse pray, but like for my wife and I, we don't, we don't pray every single day together. No. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying your prayers over your food. Um, we do that, but I'm, I'm not saying, I mean, where you're holding your spouse's hand and going before God's throne praying together. We don't do it every day. We do it several times a week, but we don't do it every single day. Um, I think for a lot of people, this is that time. And it maybe causes you to be a little bit uncomfortable because you've never gra grabbed your spouse's hand and, and prayed together. Maybe this is now the time. And allow this time that God has slowed down the world. I mean, I, I really think he's using this to slow everyone down, slow us down. 
to sit there and grab your spouse's hand and go into prayer together and seeking the Holy Spirit in and through all of this. I think that is one of the most, if not the top practical thing to do as a couple if you guys are on the extreme sides of one's excited about the season and into this unknown and the other one is super fearful, scared out of their mind. Come together in prayer. There you go. I told you it was the Sunday school answer, but I truly... <laughs> well, te- I, I, technically prayer the, is an answer. Like, we got to do that. It's Technically, I think the Sunday school answer is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Which actually... So I had, my, I had my high school group last night, and, and I don't even remember the question I asked, but one of them, they said that. Oh, no, I asked them. I asked them. We were doing a game, and, and they had a, they had a like, first one to dress up like a certain thing, and, and they had to be a pastor. And so then I added to it, and I said... I said, hey, if, if you had to preach a sermon tomorrow, like what would it be about? And one of them said, Jesus. <laughs> we had a couple that were like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm I curious know how I'm... a teenager would dress up as a pastor, like what in their mind. Well, it was great. It was great. I, and I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but, but this student, like, like they had like some pretty cool like sunglasses on. And they said, they said, oh, I do this because, you know, Pastor Josh is pretty cool. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to yourself. That's right. right. There. <laughs> a little, uh, little self-promotion right in there. Um, no, anyways, yeah, so Jesus is the Sunday school answer. So I, th- I think you, you, did, you did pretty good. That's, that's probably like, an, yours is more, maybe more of like the adult Sunday school answer. Yeah, there you go. You know, I like that. Cool. Uh, so in, in your message, again, this is, uh, for those of you that are, I haven't really referenced it, a whole lot yet, but this is based on episode one, which uh, Pastor Ryan titled Peace Be Still, in this series Into the Unknown. And in this message yesterday, Ryan, you, you made the comment, or not the comment, you made the statement that faith grows best in uncharted waters. This is a little bit of a throwback to last week. You know, last week we talked about faith in, in the context of the movie Breakthrough, mm-hmm. but you make this statement, uh, you know, faith grows best in uncharted waters. Why is that? Well, I, I think the big, one of the biggest things is one of the biggest enemies to our faith is familiarity. I'm beginning to jump on, if you will, my analogies, I'm beginning to jump on that boat more and more. I think the more stagnant we become, our faith is not stretch. Faith is a journey. And while we journey with our Heavenly Father, walking through this short amount of life that we have on earth— There are moments where we have to take leaps of faith. We have to let our faith stretch like, whoa, like, man, I don't know right now. But our faith will never be stretched as long as we stay in the familiarity and stay stagnant. Our faith can never grow when we're stagnant. And stagnant to me is it's still, right? Think of a nasty pond, a pond gets nasty because there's no water flowing into it. It doesn't move. So it gets that nasty, stagnant scum, scum <laughs> on top because it's not moving. And that's where I think in uncharted waters where I'm headed into this unknown, I'm headed into this uncharted waters. I have never been there before. That is not familiar to me, but I'm trusting you and your faith grows. Your faith grows in the midst of challenges. Right? Those are uncharted waters. I've never met this challenge. None of us on that I can think of, maybe we have, maybe listening to this podcast, has gone through a pandemic like we're going through before. 
I think we're going to come out of this either with our faith grown or we've shrunk back. Which, I mean, you see this play out in, in a variety of crises. Um, you know, um, there, there are times, and I'm trying to think through you know, people that I know, but, you know, you see sometimes like when a, when a family um, loses a child. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, which is, I mean, traumatic. And yep. there's, there's no good thing about that, really. But it's like sometimes you see a family go through that, and that draws them closer together as a family. It strengthens their faith in God. Uh, but then on the flip side, sometimes you see people where it, like it totally, the family falls apart. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So kind of like what you're saying, like with your with your faith, you know, it can strengthen it and grow it. And now, really, if you look through Scripture, uh, especially in in the Older Testament, like there are times where God's people are in the wilderness. They're in the wilderness, and uh, you know, wilderness. That's not really fun. No. <laughs> but in the wilderness, this is where they have to use that word trust. Yeah. Right? right? In the wilderness, they have to depend 100% on God. Yep. Right? For everything that they need, they have to depend 100% on God. And in these wilderness times, this is where growth happens. Yep. So. Well, in the midst of it, think about this. If I'm not in the wilderness or I'm not, can my faith, your faith, don't get me wrong, your faith can grow a little bit. I just think... If we're not moving, faith is about moving. Faith is never about staying still. We always should be be, being perfected with the Holy Spirit's work into our lives, being perfected into the image of Jesus Christ. We should. So therefore, I can never stand still. Never. Jesus' two commands that you see as we wrap this thing up. Jesus' two commands. Follow me. And his other command all the time is, go. Follow me, go. So we're on the move. There is only one time that Jesus tells us to stay still. In the book of Acts, he tells the disciples, wait. We often think that God's last words, or Jesus' last words is the Great Commission. Go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Matthew 28. But his last command to his disciples was actually, wait. And he tells them to wait for the Holy Spirit. Then you're going to go birth the church. And they did though. But they waited for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to come. But then they went. They were going. And our faith is always about going. Our faith is never about staying in the comfortable or familiarity where we can get stagnant like a nasty pond or marsh where there's no water flowing in and talk about water it's the living water it's the holy spirit always flowing into us so we're always going not doing there's a difference between just constantly doing and go but going allowing our faith to be a journey to be stretched to be challenged and to go into seasons where god i'm going to absolutely trust you as i walk with you so here's the deal right maybe you're you're heading into the season or you're in the middle of this season of the unknown um if you try to do this in your own strength, yeah, I don't know. That might not turn out so well. Because the key is when you go into the wilderness, when you go into the unknown, you're in these uncharted waters, the, the one that we have to trust, the one that we have to depend on, the one that will get us through this and grow us is Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. So if that's something that you, you don't have, you haven't experienced, man, we'd love to connect with you. You can... Go to our website. You can shoot us an email. I'm, my email is josh at theradiantlife.church. You can shoot me an email. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, just 
start unpacking that in your life? What does it look like for you to trust Holy Spirit, to trust Jesus in the midst of the unknown? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, thanks, Ryan. No problem. It's, it's good always stuff. fun. Again, always episode fun. Uh, seven here of Radiant Reflections, the podcast of Radiant Life Church. Uh, again, if you want to rate, review, subscribe, all those different things to stay connected and to, in a sense, build uh, our our net for people that are going to be able to uh, experience what we're doing here at Radiant Life. That would be awesome. But uh, thanks, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.